0: The NBA draft is right around the corner and the Oklahoma city thunder have three first round picks to work with. We continue our NBA draft profile and projection series this time, taking a closer look at Kai Jones, the big man from the university of Texas. We're going to go over his strengths, his weaknesses, why he fits Oklahoma city and why he does not fit Oklahoma city. And if the thunder should take him and where He will be slotted at the end of the month in July. So much to unpack, so much to get into. Let's get started right now on the Locked on Thunder podcast. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked on Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, lo at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. There's always a way for you to get connected to the show, and on today's show, we have another 2021 NBA draft profile giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. Today's prospect is brought to you by Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. That prospect is Kai Jones from the University of Texas. We're gonna go through the overview, we're gonna go through the strengths, the weaknesses, his fit, where he's mocked at, and what to expect from his NBA career. A floor, a ceiling, and a projection for Kai Jones. We start the way we always do with our prospect overview. This is another installment of it. We've ran through Cade Cunningham. We've ran through Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga. We've had them all. Keon Johnson, Jalen Johnson, Scotty Barnes. We've hit all the names like that. Now it's time to hit Kai Jones. You can scroll back in the podcast feed and find all the prospects that you want to listen to Uh, and then we'll continue this throughout the next month leading up to the NBA draft. So the overview. Kai Jones is 6'10", coming in at 221. He's going to be 20 years old from the University of Texas. Now, Kai Jones, in like a one-sentence description of him, he's an elite rim runner with huge perimeter potential, incredibly raw, still only started playing at 15 years old, but there's a lot to like about Kai Jones. His strengths... He's an amazing cutter. He has an IQ in it, which is impressive because again, he started playing at 15 years old. So you're seeing how much of a quick learner and how coachable he is because his IQ when cutting and feeling the driving lanes correctly is impeccable. It's one of the best we've seen in this draft class. His ability to create space for others and to be in the right spot almost every single time as that bailout option and bailing out his guards when they run into the trees and get into some trouble. Kai Jones is incredible at doing that. His cutting ability, his explosiveness, his, his athleticism is something that you cannot quantify really uh, and, and compare to other players. It's off the charts good, especially his ability to fill the lanes correctly and to know when and where to cut offensively. It's a it's a brilliant thing to watch. Go watch all of his film. You're going to fall in love with him. Now, in college, they used him on the out-of-timeout plays in the half-court setting with a role in mind that Mark Day not really likes, right? They had the overloaded cuts, the Iverson cut. You know, they had all that fun stuff utilizing for the purpose of getting Kai Jones a lob or just a nice finish inside. You put Kai Jones in those plays where Sphi is usually the guy cutting to the basket, and now all of a sudden you get a lot more athletic and a lot more, uh, a lot more powerful when cutting to the basket, so easily with the system that, that Kai's coming from in Texas that had him doing this a lot at a timeout, he could become an out-of-timeout favorite for Mark Dignott, uh whenever he's in the game and a go-to option for Mark out-of-timeouts and with side-outs and with half-court sets involving cutting to the basket. Kai Jones is incredible at doing so. I'm not sure there's a better cutter, just pure cutter in this draft. That's a great trait to have. He's also an immediate rim runner. Like he's going to be a plus-plus a rim runner From the word go, he can live above the rim. An explosive athlete ran that pick and roll with SGA would be incredible. SGA can just spoon feed him. He has some question marks about his hands, which we're going to get to coming up. But if executed properly and if the ball's caught, this will be a match made in heaven for these two guys. He's an amazing athlete, an athlete at his size that is really almost unfair how athletic he is at his size. He has, get this, folks, shooting upside. Yes, shooting upside. Small sample size, 39% on 33 attempts. The free throw percentage is not necessarily there. There's question marks about his form in general and how you might need to change that at the NBA level and get it more consistent because at times there were little minor tweaks here and there from shot to shot that he would make that I don't think he was conscious of, like he was just inconsistent with his form. That's where you need to clean that up a bit. But you clean that up and you allow him to grow some confidence and there's a chance he's going to be a shooter. Now, Now, That's a very slim chance, honestly. This is a strength for him because it's even a possibility for him, right? There's so many big men that come come to the league that have no possibility of being a shooter. At least there's a chance that Kai Jones can do up a shot because in small sample sizes, he's done it so far in his career. And we'll see if he can expand that at all or if that at all translates to the NBA game. But the upside's there from beyond the arc. And that would, of course, unlock so much for his offensive game, his ability to drive to the rim with the ball in his hands, cut to the rim without the ball in his hands, go in that dunker spot, and then if he can knock down any sort of shots, it would be unbelievable. The biggest strength for Kai Jones to me is that Kai Jones can stay on the floor, right? Whenever we're drafting big men and talking about drafting big men and trying to plan out the center of the future, the big question is, okay, but whenever this team finally gets back to the playoffs, can this guy make an impact? Can this guy stay on the floor? Can this guy help you win when it matters? Because there's going to be a point in time, believe it or not, that this team will be back in the playoffs. And that The playoffs will be the expectation. And that the regular season will no longer matter. That's all about working towards the postseason and what works in the postseason. And if you draft a guy like Kai Jones who, who couldn't switch, if he couldn't switch or couldn't stay on the floor, then all of a sudden you have to rework your entire roster around. But with Kai Jones, his one of his biggest strengths to me is that he's switchable. He, he can switch defensively uh, almost... Two through five, I wouldn't go that far quite yet, but it's a real possibility to go two through five for Kai Jones in the future. He can make a huge impact on the defensive end right away uh, as long as he's able to get the proper coaching in the offseason that we assume he's going to get. Listen, with the potential he has defensively, I feel confident in the Thunder maximizing it because we saw tangible evidence of every single player on this Thunder roster last year under Mark Dignot get better and better and better defensively. And so, Mark's kind of proven, although a one-year sample size, that he will get better results defensively from each player. And so, with his with Kai Jones' skill set to be a good defender with Mark's coaching, I think that you're going to you know fulfill that potential defensively and be able to be a switchable defender and be able to stay on the floor when games start to matter more in a couple of years. By no means is Kai Jones the perfect prospect. That's no longer going to be the case and the rest of these guys that we talk about because we're now past that phase. We've done all the fun, uh, no real weaknesses, prospects. Now it's time to get down to business and kind of decipher who can be a good player in the rest of this draft class. I think that Kai Jones can be that because of his knack for cutting and his IQ plays he makes right now while taking into account that he only started playing at 15, just giving him more seasoning, more time to grow, more time to learn. And you would imagine he gets even better as a... Uh, playmaker as an IQ player as he progresses because that does need to improve for him. So coming up, we're going to talk about the weaknesses. We're going to talk about his availability. We're going to talk about his ceiling, his floor, his NBA comps. We're going to talk about his future role with the Thunder, rotational fit next year, roster impact long-term, why the Thunder should take him, and why the Thunder should not take him. The weaknesses are coming up. But again, the biggest strength to me is his ability to stay on the floor in the playoffs and just projection-wise, and I really enjoy him as a big for SGA specifically being able to run the pick and roll with him and being able to utilize SGA's ability to control an offense and control the tempo of an offense and really work within the flow of an offense and allow him to go to the lane, have a dump off partner in Kai Jones. And then of course we know SGA is a really good uh, drive and kick player. One of the best in the league, factually one of the best in the league. So adding a, a option to dump off to in Kai Jones would kind of help SGA, I think, in the long run. I like what it would bring to this offense. I like what it bring defensively. We'll talk about his weaknesses though coming up. But first, I'm going to say right now about our good friends over at Spotify Green Room. Listen, Spotify Green Room is bringing today's show. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in. You can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Thunder once a week. You can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to right here every single day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the biggest news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Thunder podcast throughout our green room conversation. So be sure to join me this week. I'll be live on the Block Room from the Noise Locker Room, now known as Spotify Green Room, uh, this week on Wednesday afternoon. So what you have to do is go download the free green room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create your profile, link your Twitter account, and join the NFL, MLB. NHL group for the latest league updates follow at Ryland underscore styles at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S same as my Twitter account to be notified every single time that my room goes live. I know you will not want to miss it again this week. I'll be live on Wednesday afternoon. I cannot wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the thunder. See you there. Green room changing the way we talk about sports. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Michelob Ultra is bringing you the road to the finals. Our NBA playoff coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. We are all enjoying the games a little bit more this season with the help of Mikalab Ultra. The Bucks and the Hawks played a wild one, no Trey Young last night, but the Hawks still get the win Giannis leaves with a hyperextension in his knee. We'll see what that means for the rest of the series tonight. The Suns look to close out that series with the Clippers. Go check out Locked On Clippers. Go check out Locked On Suns. Go check out Locked On Bucks. Go check out Locked On Hawks. And check out Locked On NBA, a national basketball podcast, five days a week. Subscribe to all those podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts from, as well as the Locked On Thunder podcast. So make sure whenever you're tuning into the games this Year with the NBA playoffs, you crack open a Michelob Ultra while doing so. I do it as well. It's so amazing, and I enjoy it so much. Only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. So let's get back to the Kai Jones NBA draft profile and projection. His weaknesses. Here's the not fun part. So he struggles right now to understand defensive schemes and how to play the pick and roll properly and when and where to rotate defensively. Again, I think that Mark really helps there. I think that's very explainable why a guy who started playing basketball at 15 years old and is now 20 years old, so that's five years, in five years cannot pick up uh, the extensive defensive schemes. Whenever you were five years into your basketball career, you probably had no idea you know, you know, how to how to maneuver defensive schemes and, and understanding uh, the complexities of defensive schemes. It makes a lot of sense why this is happening. He got kind of thrusted into the high-level competitions, right, and got, put right into high school ball, right into division one, big 12 basketball. It's a hard adjustment. I think that Mark really improves in this area. And we're seeing the progress mentally from uh, Kai Jones on the floor from year to year at Texas. And so I think that we'll see another big leap from him as he enters the NBA. Now he does need to work out with Tony Bradley, no matter if the Thunder bring back Tony Bradley or not, Tony Bradley and Kai Jones have to get together because Kai Jones has to learn how to catch the basketball. He needs Tony Bradley's soft hands, one of the best hands in the league. He needs to get that from Tony Bradley because offensively, it's the really only thing holding him back is that he sometimes fumbles the basketball uh, and just blows an opportunity because he's in the right spots. He's manipulating defense very well with his cutting ability and his ability to just kind of hover, right? And just hover in the dunker spot, kind of shift around and just kind of get free from the defense. He's doing all that right. Just sometimes he cannot handle a pass. And so if he can get Tony Bradley's hands he'd be a monster offensively, like Kai Jones would. Uh, I think that offensively, another weakness, though, is that he's scared to shoot. Even though he has good numbers and a small sample size, he kind of just freezes when he gets the ball. If he has any separation, he kind of freezes, pump fakes a few times, and then does not end up shooting uh, unless he's just completely, absolutely wide open, which how many of those shots you're going to get at the NBA level where it's totally wide open, because even if he has space to shoot, he still pump fakes five times, freezes up and does not shoot the basketball. Uh, So it's not just space that he freezes up and, you know, he has to be completely and totally wide open. And I'm not sure the opportunity he'll get to do that in the NBA level. So let's get more comfortable shooting the three ball, more confident shooting the three ball as his career progresses. A lot of time to do that though in his career. uh, And and again, it's great that we have at least a solid sample size, even though it's a small sample size uh, of quality shooting from Kai Jones. He's a bad free throw shooter though. So that does not really indicate very well for progressing in the sense of getting better. Uh, from beyond the arc, offensively, he does not really have a post move and a post game. Uh, but I don't really envision Kai Jones needing one. I don't really envision Kai Jones utilized best as a back to the basket kind of player. So I'm not really worried about his post moves whatsoever. Now, one thing I am worried about, especially as it relates to the Thunder, is he's not a very good playmaker, right? Even in the limited capacity to have to be one at, at 6'10 as a center, uh, but. He does not really read the defense very well at all. uh, And he's really slow to react to the defense. So like the defense could shift one way, you should kick it out to the corner. And then by the time he realizes what he should do, the defense has already had time to adjust back and take away that corner shot. And you no longer have that, uh, you know, kind of exploit uh, for your offensive possession. That's going to be a pet peeve of Mark's, right? Mark loves the versatility. He loves everyone being able to handle the ball. He loves being able to run an offense through anybody and being able to swing the ball around the perimeter and being able to hit the right guys, find the right guys and make the right reads. Kai will struggle with that. He'll struggle with that for probably a few years. he will have to learn and develop that, but the Thunder have time to give him to allow him to learn how to make the right read and make the right passes. We've seen progression from every player on this roster from the time the season started to the time the season ended. So they have a great check record of this Thunder organization of improving these players. And they can do that again with Kai Jones. Now, I will say that his raw nature, of course, hinders that, right? The the raw nature of not having the experience. Think about, and it sounds crazy because they're still, I mean, they're all 20, 18 years old, but think about the experiences that a guy who played basketball from the time he could walk until he's 20 years old has versus a guy who picks up basketball at 15 to 20 years old. They, They have not even seen the same things remotely. So obviously that raw nature, while it's, tantalizing in terms of potential and in terms of, you know, the unknown, the unknown is always great. It's better to be unknown than a guy like Corey Gispert, who's very well known and a, a very old guy that does not seem to have too much potential. Uh, it does lead to the, the fact that he lacks basketball IQ at times in terms of going back to ridden the defense. So that'll come with time. That'll come with experience. So you got to give him the time you have to give him the experience. We'll see if he can do that. I think that he needs to fill out his frame, but it's a delicate balance, right? So, you want Kai Jones to get bigger a little bit, so he doesn't get bullied by NBA centers, but you don't want to get so big that he loses mobility and cannot switch anymore, and then is a, a liability in the playoffs. So finding that right bounce for his body will be tricky. And I think I don't think that we give enough credit to, to these players and, and staff members that do find the right position for each body in the NBA. For the most part, I mean that's incredibly hard. The body is incredibly weird and incredibly specific to each individual, but finding that bounce would be very important for Kai Jones in terms of getting big enough to where you're not going to get bullied, but not so big that you lose your ability to switch. Now his rebounding 4.99, uh, 4.9 rebounds in college on average per game. I don't know if it really translates to the NBA level. I'm iffy about his rebounding ability and for a center, that's not very good, but the Thunder do have a, a unique roster that features a lot of guys who can really rebound for their size. So all in all, I think that he has some weaknesses that can be corrected and that are very correctable, and thus it makes me feel comfortable taking him with one of the Thunder three picks. Of course, sixteen or eighteen, the most likely and the really only options there, unless they trade up from sixteen. So now we'll get into where he is mocked at. The Ringer has him at ten, ESPN at fourteen, The Athletic at thirteen, Bleacher Report at eleven, CBS at sixteen, NBC at ten draft in at 12, Tankathon at 14, and then I have him on my big board 2.0, which was released yesterday. I have him at 16 overall on my big board. So right in that six, 10 to 16 range, no higher than 16, no lower than 10. Look, I really like Kai Jones' game. I tweeted out highlights of his game yesterday on Twitter. I was really excited about him uh, watching some tape yesterday, some more tape on Kai Jones that I already have watched. I was excited about him. I'm not sure he's a guy, though, even as excited as I am about him that you trade up To get, rather you you give up assets to get. I'm not sure if he's that kind of swing, but he is interesting. Like he has a very interesting ceiling and a very interesting floor. Uh, And and I think that there's a there's a way that you can trade for him, right? There's a way you could talk yourself into, okay, you know what? Maybe he is worth a swing and giving up an asset to trade up the way that you did for Poku. Uh, You know, maybe he's that kind of player. Uh, But for me, the ceiling and floor for Kai Jones, his ceiling is like an all-star big man that can stay on the floor in the playoffs and really impact your team on their quest to win a championship. The floor is that he never really progresses and becomes a quality bench rim runner, kind of a Dwight Powell mold, right? Where are just kind of hanging around. Yeah, he's kind of respected, uh, but all he really does is pick and roll, and that's kind of it for the Dallas Mavericks. And then you become that with the Thunder for Kai Jones in this scenario. Not a terrible floor for that range. Again, 10 to 16, not a terrible floor for that range at all, uh, but he does have a very high ceiling, a very tantalizing ceiling. When you're at scene Like the Thunder, who just want to take as many bites at the apple as you can to get that superstar, to get that stud next to SGA and next to this core. I want to tell you right now, but I got friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your next order. They have nine delicious flavors all the time, plus the occasional limited time only flavors. There are nine flavors are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's something for everyone at billboard.com. My favorite is the peanut butter brownie, but don't take my word for it. Try right now a mixed box. That mixed box will give you two of each flavor, and at that point, you can try them all twice and then reorder the ones you love the most. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carb. So go to builtbar.com right now. Use code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Let's hear right now. By your friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball is in full swing right now. Track all that action at BetOnline.ag. Get the latest news, odds, and info on all your leagues, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So head on over to the website right now, and whenever you sign up for your account, you can use our code lock 15 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. A 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. You're online, sportbook experts. Let's get back to Kai Jones now. Kai Jones and his fit with the Thunder specifically. His future role, again, is a borderline all star if all things go well. Rotational fit this year, I think he's an immediate starter after trading away Al Horford for Moses Brown. Immediate guy that you want to get as many repetitions as you can, as many touch points as you can, because again, he's so far behind the eight ball and the respective experience that you just need to get him on the floor and just live with it and just allow him to grow. That's what this season is for. It's not about wins, it's not about losses, it's about growing and developing and allowing Kai Jones to have a season under his belt where he's the guy at the center position will give him the ups and downs that he can learn from and that can be a growing experience for him. The roster impact is really none. I mean, there's no real impact of drafting a center right now considering the state of this roster. Now, why should the Thunder take him in this draft? Number one, you have to believe in his high upside. You got to believe in that shooting ability upside. You got to believe in that ability to stay on the floor long-term in the playoffs as a center. And then believe in his fit with SGA and his ability to be a pick-and-roll partner with SGA. And to me, this is the question for every every point of the draft. Is he the best player available? Don't go for fit. Don't go for need. Don't go for safe. Is he the best player available, the, the best possible choice that you can make? That's the stage the Thunder are in right now. Don't draft the guy because he plays a certain position. Don't draft the guy because he could be in the league longer. Draft the guy you think will be the best possible NBA player. Why the Thunder should not take him is if they do not believe that shooting upside or the defensive improvements. They do not believe that he's very coachable or that he can improve his stone hands whenever trying to receive the ball down low because if he does not improve those hands, then his offense game, his offensive game is really nuked. If he can improve his hands though, that opens up greatly for him at least being a quality, quality, quality download player with a small chance of being a mid-range guy, a long-range guy, and then a very good chance of being a mid-range guy in his shot. So the hands are a really big deal for him. They've got to work him out, see if they like his hands or not, and and go from there for me. Let me know on Twitter, what do you think of Kai Jones? At Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Thunderpod. Email the show lo thunder at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. Back tomorrow with another NBA draft profile. You listen this long, so I'll tell you who it is. Josh Giddy tomorrow on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Friday, we're going to have a Mock Draft Friday segment, a Mock Draft Friday show. We're going to mock draft the entire draft post-lottery and see where things shake out in our 1.0 mock draft. We'll have a few more of those leading up to the actual NBA draft, including a network-wide mock draft a couple times leading up to the draft, including one that includes Brian Scalabrini. A lot of fun there with White Mamba. Cannot wait for you to hear that. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.